November 1st. And now, as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today in Scripture will come from the book of Hebrews, chapter 3, verses 1 through 19. Consider Him. The book of Hebrews exhorts us. Hebrews focuses on Jesus Christ. The writer wants us to see Him, consider Him, and keep our eyes of faith fixed on Him. Whenever you're tempted to look at your circumstances or at yourself, look to Jesus by faith and rejoice in His faithfulness. And not only consider Him, but obey Him. The writer uses the failure of Israel as a warning against a hard heart. How does a believer's heart become hard? By refusing his words, despising his works, and being ignorant of his ways. Sin is deceitful. You think you are getting away with it, but all the while, it's hardening your heart and robbing you of blessing. And not only consider him and obey him, but believe him. Here is another exhortation to faith. The fact that the Jews were delivered from Egypt was no guarantee they would claim their inheritance. Because of their unbelief, they failed to enter the land. An evil heart of unbelief will rob you of what God has planned for you in your Christian life. So pay attention to God's word. As Paul wrote, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. November 1st, Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 through 19. And so, dear brothers and sisters who belong to God and are bound for heaven, think about this Jesus whom we declare to be God's messenger and high priest. For he was faithful to God who appointed him, just as Moses served faithfully and was entrusted with God's entire house. But Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses just as a person who builds a fine house deserves more praise than the house itself. For every house has a builder, but God is the one who made everything. Moses was certainly faithful in God's house, but only as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truths God would reveal later. But Christ, the faithful Son, was in charge of the entire household, and we are God's household if we keep up our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ. That is why the Holy Spirit says, Today you must listen to His voice. Don't harden your hearts against Him, as Israel did when they rebelled, when they tested God's patience in the wilderness. There your ancestors tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for forty years. So I was angry with them, and I said, Their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So, in my anger, I made a vow. They will never enter my place of rest. Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day, as long as it is called today, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. But never forget the warning. Today you must listen to His voice. Don't harden your hearts against Him, 
as Israel did when they rebelled. And who were those people who rebelled against God, even though they heard His voice? Weren't they the ones Moses led out of Egypt, and who made God angry for forty years? Wasn't it the people who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom was God speaking when He vowed that they would never enter His place of rest? He was speaking to those who disobeyed Him. So we see that they were not allowed to enter His rest because of their unbelief. Hear this, an almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful God is sitting in heaven waiting to hear from you. David says that he has his his hand cupped behind his ear, listening for his children to ask him for great and mighty things that we know not. He's listening for us to pull down the strongholds of addictions that enslave our families, to pull down the strongholds of abortion and pornography, to pull down the demonic forces that are destroying the government of the United States. So what does he hear from our lips? Oh, God, watch over the parakeet and water the grass. Let me tell you something. When you walk through these doors and you lift your hands to pray, I want you to remember that you are talking to almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful God, the creator of heaven and earth. The blast of his nostrils can split the cedars of Lebanon. He holds the seven seas in the palms of his hand. He weighs the mountains in a scale and the hills in the balance. You can ask him for things so staggering, so big, that God slides out of his chair and sits on the air and says to the angels, did you hear what he said? Asking, asking, asking for things that are impossible because with God, nothing is impossible. Ask him to defeat the giants in your life because our God is a giant killer. Ask him to divide the sea before you and to bury Pharaoh and watch him turn your enemies into fish food. Ask him, ask him to send fire from heaven as he did for Elijah and he will. Ask him to walk with you in the fire of the fiery furnace and be the fourth man in the fire and he will he said you will walk through the fire and the fire will not burn you you will walk through the water and the water will not drown you ask him he's the God who cannot fail he's waiting to show you great and mighty things ask him pray 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 God in heaven wants you to have that power you are made in the image of God God is not a statue he speaks he thinks he talks he feels our infirmities he answers our prayer. He's alive. He's Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. He's Jehovah Nissi, the Lord who is our banner. He's Jehovah Shalom, the God our peace. Pray, pray, pray. God is in heaven saying, what do you need? Do you need healing? Ask in faith, believing, and I will give it. Do you need supernatural wisdom to make a tough decision? of me and I will lead you in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Do you need peace that surpasses understanding? Ask, ask, ask for nothing is impossible to those that believe. No good thing will he withhold from those that diligently seek him. Do you need the impossible? Then open your mouth. Open your mouth in faith believing. You're not talking to the President of the United States. You're not talking to Bill Gates. Both of them together can't control their next breath. You're talking to the Creator of heaven and earth. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He uses gold for asphalt on the streets of heaven. He moves mountains. He divides seas. He'll give you wells you didn't dig, vineyards you didn't plant, houses you didn't build. He will make you the head and not the tail.
because nothing, nothing, nothing is impossible to you. Psalm 104, verses 1 through 23. Psalm 104 praises God for His fullness as Creator. Psalm 105 for His faithfulness as Redeemer. And Psalm 106 for His forgiveness as Savior of His people. And of course, we'll be reading through each of these psalms as the days progress here on the One Year Bible on Radio. How easy it is to take for granted the world that God created. We see the blemishes, but not the blessings. And we forget what kind of world God gave us. It is a place of greatness. Not the greatness of man, but the greatness of God. The psalmist compared creation to the building of a house, laying the foundation putting up the beams, hanging the curtains, and taking care of the water system. Only a great and wise God could make this kind of world. And it's a place of goodness. He provides life, water, food, and homes for man and beast, and also the birds. And He sees to it they are cared for. Everything in creation is God's gift to us to enjoy. And our world is a place of gladness. God rejoices over creation, and we should be glad in the Lord. Creation is a window through which we see God, not a mirror in which we see ourselves. And the more we see Him, the happier we should be. Only this will make us good stewards of God's creation. Psalm 104, verses 1-23 through 23. Praise the Lord, I tell myself. O Lord my God! How great you are! You are robed with honor and with majesty. You are dressed in a robe of light. You stretch out the starry curtain of the heavens. You lay out the rafters of your home in the rain clouds. You make the clouds your chariots. You ride upon the wings of the wind. The winds are your messengers. Flames of fire are your servants. You place the world on its foundation, so it would never be moved. You clothed the earth with floods of water, water that covered even the mountains. At the sound of your rebuke, the water fled. At the sound of your thunder, it fled away. Mountains rose and valleys sank to the levels you decreed. Then you set a firm boundary for the seas, so they would never again cover the earth. You make the springs pour water into ravines, so streams gush down from the mountains. They provide water for all the animals, and the wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds nest beside the streams and sing among the branches of the trees. You send rain on the mountains from your heavenly home, and you fill the earth with the fruit of your labor. You cause grass to grow for the cattle. You cause plants to grow for people to use. You allow them to produce food from the earth, wine to make them glad, olive oil as lotion for their skin, and bread to give them strength. The trees of the Lord are well cared for, the cedars of Lebanon that He planted. There the birds make their nests, and the storks make their homes in the firs. High in the mountains are pastures for the wild goats, and the rocks form a refuge for rock badgers. You made the moon to mark the seasons, 
and the sun that knows when to set. You send the darkness, and it becomes night, when all the forest animals prowl about. Then the young lions roar for their food, but they are dependent on God. At dawn they slink back into their dens to rest. Then people go off to their work. They labor until the evening shadows fall again. Proverbs 26, verses 24 through 26. People with hate in their hearts may sound pleasant enough, but don't believe them. Though they pretend to be kind, their hearts are full of all kinds of evil. While their hatred may be concealed by trickery, it will finally come to light for all to see.